Good morning and happy hump day to each and every one of you out there. This is Jersey. This is my podcast, Jersey on the Mic. And I just wanted to speak to you real briefly this morning about religion. Now, I don't know your take on religion. I don't know if you are religious. I don't know if you believe in God or if you're just spiritual or if you're an atheist or, you know, don't know what you believe. And I don't care what you believe because your beliefs are your own and no one can take that from you, no matter what. Now, I watched a documentary on Netflix, and um, it was speaking about how a lot of religion now, when it comes to Christianity, is more of a prosperity, feel-good gospel, aside from hellfire and brimstone that you heard years ago from almost every pastor that you would listen to from the pulpit. Now, me, I grew up in church. I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. I grew up in a church where, you know, the Bible was preached. The preacher spoke from the Bible. And even though he interpreted things uh, his own way and sometimes differently than someone else, he spoke and stood on the word of God. Um, I can honestly tell you, uh, even as a young child, that I remember his words coming out, and any time I were to pick up a Bible and follow along or, you know, try to make sense of what he was saying, I could take what he said and correlate that to verses and scriptures that were found in the Bible. Now, this prosperity thing that we have, you know, feeling good makes us all feel good right? Feeling great makes us all feel great. So when you've got somebody up there that's saying, you know what? God loves you. He cares about you. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to live a good life. He wants your bills to be paid. He wants you to live in abundance. Guys, that's not entirely true. If there is a God, and this God is the creator. He created us in his image. Therefore, when the world was initially created, it was perfect. He created Adam. He gave Adam a perfect world. He gave Adam everything that Adam could have needed. And all Adam had to do was just live. He had not been tempted. Hopefully, in God's eyes, there was no way he would have been tempted. But as the scripture says, God is all-knowing no matter what. So therefore, it means that God had to know at some point that there would be sinful nature in the world. And that sinful nature would make a perfect world that he created imperfect. So when Eve came along, that was Adam's mate. That was Adam's companion. That was Adam's friend. That was who Adam would be with to reproduce and create humanity as we know it today. But what happened? I'm not going to point the finger at Eve and say that it's because of her or her choice that we now have sin in this world. But what I will say is that Adam was persuaded by sin through Eve. Therefore, now we have sin. Now, that sin is what you do not hear from these prosperity preachers. They do not tell you that sin is sin, and because you sin, you can be condemned to an eternal hell. 
Now, I'm not speaking as a pastor, and I'm not speaking of someone that is overly religious when it comes to Christianity. I'm more of a spiritual person. I believe in a maker. I believe that someone had to create existence because things are perfect. Now, did I just contradict myself when I said things are perfect? Yeah, kind of. But what I'm saying is when you look at how things are designed, when you look at the human body, when you look at how things reproduce, when you look at things growing in nature, when you look at all these things, it's hard to believe that every single thing was created just from a spark, just from a bang. So therefore, I say that there had to be a creator. Is it the God that we've heard of? Is it the God that is all-knowing? Is it the God that's the creator? Is it the God that sent himself? to this earth to live in human form as Jesus Christ? Who knows? We will not know what eternity holds until we enter the gates of eternity. So as Christians, we have to have faith. We have to believe in the word of God. We have to believe that Jesus was the son, that he came here to die for our sins. He came here to take the wrath so that we can have a choice not to take it ourselves. So going back to what I was saying about prosperity is if you look at the Joel Osteens, if you look at the Joseph Prince, if you look at numerous preachers around the world, there are some that make you feel great. There are some that make you feel good. There are some that make you walk out of that church feeling like a better you, feeling like a new you, feeling like no matter what you're going through, there are better days ahead. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. But Christianity is not always about feeling good. If the word of God is correct, he doesn't say that your life will be perfect. He does not say that you're guaranteed to have an income to pay your bills. He doesn't say that your love life will just flourish beyond belief. He doesn't say that your kids are going to grow up perfectly. They're not going to get in trouble. They're not going to be tempted. He doesn't say that your marriage is going to be the best that it can possibly be every single second of every single day. He doesn't say any of that. It does say that your life could be harder because you accept God. You're going to be ridiculed. You're, you're, you're going to have fingers pointed at you. You're going to have to live a certain way so that you can hold on to that faith that someday you will enter heaven. But when you go to a church that doesn't preach about sin, it doesn't tell you that certain things that you do, certain things that you say, certain things that you think can hinder you from that relationship with him. It just, you know, prosperity gospel just tells you, hey, look, you give me this money. You're showing your faith. You're giving your tithes. You're doing what God wants you to do to build up his church here on earth. But does that money always ensure that you're healthy? Does it always ensure that you're not in danger? Does it always ensure that everything that you want for your life comes to fruition? I don't think so. So, All of this in a nutshell basically says that if you're a Christian, if you want to put your belief in God, if you want to put your belief in Jesus Christ, if you want to hold firm to the Bible, you have to stop backing all these prosperity preachers. These guys are making millions of dollars. Now, I will say this. There is a person that I will not mention by name, but this person is in Georgia. This person is very popular, has a church, 
has been on TV shows, has traveled around the world preaching a prosperity gospel. This person does Facebook Live. This person does Instagram Live. This person gets on and makes people feel good every single day. But this person's always flaunting Gucci. This person's always, you know, just kind of flaunting what God has blessed her with. But how many people in this person's church can really afford that Gucci belt? Can afford dropping hundreds of dollars on this Gucci attire? can afford going to a car dealership where they have the most expensive cars in the basement. I mean, some people don't even know where these dealerships are. Some people would not even think of step, stepping forth in these dealerships because they know that everything is out of their price range. I'm not saying that this person should not enjoy life. I'm not saying that this person should not be able to purchase something that they want because they're able to uh, afford that particular purchase. But I'm saying when you go into a church, when you're sitting there and talking about people going through hard times and how it can get better and you need to, you know, leave all this trash that you know is not good for you and throw it to the side because God wants better for you and this, that, and another. When you're saying all that, but yet you're flaunting how much money you have by your attire, then you know, some people are listening to you, but they're looking at you being like, gosh, you know what I mean? Is this person doing all this because of the money that they're receiving? Or are they doing all this because they're really trying to help win people for God's kingdom? Now, I am not being judgmental, even though it comes across that way, because I love everyone. I have a great heart, and even though I am far from perfect, I try to see the best in every single person that I encounter each and every day. But my point to this podcast is that if you are a religious person and you are a Christian, watch out for, for, for who you listen to. Watch out for what you take in because Christianity is not all about cotton candy and rainbows. Christianity can be tough. Christianity can be hard. You can go through more bad times being a Christian then you can go through good times being a Christian. So you don't love God and trust in God because you think that God's going to make your life perfect. He's going to give you every single thing you need. I do believe that if there is a God, he will provide. He will take care of his people. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to die of cancer. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get sick with corona. That doesn't mean that all your bills are going to be paid. You're going to be able to afford every single purchase that you want to make. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I'll end up saying the same thing because I want you to know that your trust in God means that you're having faith that if you stick to his word, if you follow his commandments, if you treat other people with respect, if you love your neighbor as yourself, and if you give to this world and follow the example that Jesus left, then one day you'll enter the kingdom of heaven. It's not about all your good deeds. It's not about all the money that you donate. It's not about all the works you do. It's about faith. It's about standing firm in the promise that Jesus made for the people. So if you're pulling up a video today of one of these pastors and they're making you feel good and letting you know that Christianity is just great because God is going to give you everything that your heart desires, you really need to put your face back in the word and read about Moses 
who had a hard time when he was trying to lead God's people, about Samson, who was a man of God, but yet he was persuaded to follow a different path, about Job, who was an outstanding man of God, but yet God allowed him to be tempted by Satan. He allowed Job's life to be turned upside down because God wanted to prove how faithful Job was. The story of David, the story of Peter, the story of Paul, the story of Jesus. I mean, Jesus was God in the flesh, but yet he had it hard. So why do you think that your life is going to be easy when some of God's most beloved people lived a life of hell. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope this made sense. I hope that you took something in and I hope that you embrace the fact that whether you believe in God, whether you believe in Buddha, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're atheist, whether you're Jewish, whatever, we're all here together. We're all living on this earth, not on our own choosing, but because we were blessed to have a small opportunity to see what life is all about. So take advantage of it. Live your life the best that you can. If you're going through hard times, keep pressing forward. If you're going through great times, feel blessed. But no matter what, live each day being the best that you can possibly be. You're never going to be perfect. Things aren't going to always fall in your favor. You're going to go through hard times. You're going to face those hurdles, those bumps in the road. But you have to keep pushing and try to make your life the best it can possibly be. Stay blessed, guys. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Have a great remainder of your week. And I'll talk to you again soon.